Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Jess. Hi, Elsie. How are you? Good. We have a total new co-host with you today. I in do. your arms. I do. He's, oh my God. he's not, he's feeling shy at the moment, but maybe if we're unlucky, he'll make his presence known. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. So it's so great because we've been like, happy. talk about, you know, trying to figure out how to get all of these shows on air. Cause I've been, you know, scheduling some special guests that are going to be co-hosting with me, which are uh, awesome conversations. So we had Esprit Devora in the last episode and now we're back to you. And then we'll have Helen Salzman who's coming up in the next week, which is going to be super so exciting. Cool. Great choices, by the way. Thank you. And, but everybody misses you. And so we have to get a little bit Jessica fix here. Just a little bit. Yeah. I do miss, and I miss doing the show. I just, oh, there he is. A baby. Uh-oh. Oh, a little coughing. Yeah. Baby. So, yeah. So, I'm, yeah, I do miss doing the show. It's, uh, um, figuring out how to do it this morning was weird, though. Yeah, no. And I think it's going to be that way from now Should've on. should have started in. an hour and a half ago, for example. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, though? This is really intriguing because I know that conversation that came up, um, who, who was it that was writing in that thread? Um, I don't know. It was like that thread on She Podcast that. Ha- oh, it was um, it was um, Biz Chick. Oh, Natalie Ekdal. Natalie Ekdal. That yes. she was like writing how she felt kind of like she oh, couldn't buddy. really get back on the horse to do the interviews, and it felt kind of awkward. And maybe yeah, her it was baby. Just- yeah, her baby's ten weeks. Yeah, and yeah. so yes. it's, it's really intriguing because this brings me kind of. I mean, I've been in your shoes and. Part of the reason that I didn't kind of step into podcasting sooner in this way, in this capacity, because I've been in the business, you know, since 2006, but mm-hmm. in the capacity of sort of like positioning me as an expert mm-hmm. of sorts is because mm-hmm. I had kids and I couldn't yeah. do it. I, I just, I didn't have the support nor the know-how to kind of push through it. And I chose to kind of ride that wave and it wasn't until you know hunter was at least three years old mm-hmm. um that i started to kind of start to touch base and then i got pregnant again so it was like super crazy that's when You're i had banging him out <laughs> yeah, right. Right so now i'm like at a position now where i feel a little more comfortable with them i can say like go away <laughs> yeah well leave me alone yeah, I mean, and she's right. I mean, you know, if you were an interview, it would be a totally different scenario. I would have to find someone to be like, I don't care if he's on fire, take this kid. Yeah, but yeah. But because you're able to start, you know, because you can't do that to someone who's a guest on your show, but because we're co hosts, I can right. say, you know, and this is, and he's literally two weeks old today. So I can oh. take, I know. So I can take, um, you know, and just say like 10 minutes or I'm not sure if he needs to eat a little more. Give me another five or I tried putting him down and he just like is staring at my face. Like he's not, you can hear him probably. He's not making much fuss. Well, he's starting to wake a little, but like, um, but you know, I just don't want him to be like 
Isaacus Interruptus. Yeah. So oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Babus Interruptus. So like, you know, so I wanted to make sure that I had a good window of like 45 and I'm still not even sure. I, to be honest with you, I have no idea. Yeah. I'm still winging it, but this is my last, this is our last 45 minutes to go. So I was yeah, like, yeah. Totally. I think if I just hold him and pray, it should be all right. And he, you know, he went back to sleep. Oh, I think he just likes Bobby to, Bo. yeah, he just likes to make noise. You know, his, uh, his father does that in his sleep too. Like he'll, he'll like do that <clears throat> and then like roll back asleep. Oh, <laughs> I think they just make penis. noise when they're sleeping. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. we, I mean, it's great for, you know, real life to come out that way. Cause that's the way we have to do it. And it's really yeah. kind of, you feel a little bit of, oh, speaking of this though. So this is interesting, the way people handle not being able to show up, right. To not being able to produce. Cause we talked about the pod fading episode, which kind yeah. of hit a nerve on a lot of people. Cause they were like, I don't want you to pod fade or I don't want to pod fade myself yeah. and yeah. what that does to the audience. And so it was really intriguing. Um, I just saw, you know, one a of lot my of defensive posts too. Like I did that. But now I'm relaunching. Yeah, totally. Like, nobody's pointing at you, girl. I know. We're just we're just chatting. We're just chatting. Yeah. So um what was interesting is, you know, there is a one of my favorite podcasts is a daily podcast. It's called Mac OS Ken. And mm. um I, you know, opened my podcatcher today and I saw his episode and, and it said Snow Day. And I was like Oh, that's interesting. And so I heard it and it was like a three minute podcast episode of his. And all he did is basically say he lives in Buffalo, New York. Oh, so he was saying every like, day is a flipping snow day up there, man. Yeah. And so he Most basically, yeah. what was so good is he just said, well, this is what's going on over here, guys. And he did gave like a really great rundown of the reality of Buffalo, New York and what's happening, what parts are really messed up in terms of the snow weather and everything. So for those of you who are listening here, this, this show is actually airing on December 1st. So that, Maybe at that time, that first snow thing was happening before. So he's just mentioning that. And, and I thought that's a really great way to kind of let his audience know that there's no episode. It was just like a three minute, hey, this is what's up. And there's no show today. <laughs> there's no news. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, and I just think that's really wonderful to be able. I think Jessica Rhodes um, mentioned that that would be something that we can do as podcasters if something does happen to just get on and just say like, hey, this is what's up. Um, expect to hear from me at X amount or whatever, you know, I'm taking a month off or whatever. So people do understand and they're not like obsessively checking their feed. Yeah. 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 So, um, I will say that when it comes to pod fading, it is a lot easier not to pod fade when you have a co-host so far than it is when you're doing interviews because I'm not ready to schedule interviews. I'm not comfortable telling someone 2 p.m. and then having him, you know, not be ready for some reason. And I don't want someone to come over and watch him so that I can just interview someone for the show. I don't feel like, I don't feel like it's that important yet. Yeah. You know, for, you know, Natalie, um, like I said, her baby's 10 weeks. He may be a little more, I don't know, because I don't remember, to be honest with you, but he may be a little more predictable, at least in having like an afternoon nap where she can, or or maybe, I don't remember, did she say she's, she's having help? She might say also she is hiring help. Yeah. I don't remember. Um, I yeah, know that. Ten, 10 weeks, I'll be ready. That'll be like January, I'll be ready. 
That it's funny because I, I I remember I took some time off when I first had both of the babies, and I used to have to call into Libsyn for um, certain phone calls that we had, like you know, and it was so crazy because I would have to put everything on mute. It was so harder when you were on like a conference call and like you had babies crying in the background. It just seemed to me to be perceived as unprofessional. So mm-hmm. I always had to be like on mute, and I was like hoping to God if somebody asked me a question that I that my baby was quiet at that moment, and thankfully. It was like that was yeah. that was the case for I would say ninety nine point nine percent of the time that was not I was just lucky you know because I never had somebody take my baby from me at that time it right, was like right. she, they were always there but they happened to work out so thank God oh my God <sighs> so yeah but it was always stressful. very stressful because I was always like oh my God oh my God please stay asleep be quiet don't start screaming yeah so, but you're my friend so I'm not that stressed if he no. starts. I mean, and really, even if you start screaming, it's literally like a two-minute thing, and then he's just over it. Yeah. Whatever it is, his problem is, is usually he's over it in two minutes. That's good. Yay, I'm baby. just warning the audience now. Yes, and plus it's cute sounds. It's not crazy yeah. sounds. Well, so far. Yeah. I'm sure it won't last. Like, I'm sure in a month it won't be as – I don't know. Maybe his temperament will stay. Let's hope. Let's hope. Scorpios usually are laid back, I think, until they're not. <laughs> so far, that's him. <laughs> Oh, my God. He's chill till he ain't. Oh, my God. And then just duck. <laughs> so um, I have a couple of little things that I, yeah. I thought we could talk about. And, you know, uh, I did a test, Jess. I wanted, and I wanted to talk with you specifically about this because I want to get your insights. And plus, you don't know anything about this. So this is really interesting. Well, obviously, you know my, you know, podcast growth for the holidays workshop that yes. I kind of put up. I hope that you so, guys took it. Yeah. 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 It's, so it's then, over now, right? It is over now. Yes. And so this was the intriguing part. I, I made a very specific decision not to market outside of the podcast. Outside so, of this podcast? Yes, outside of this pos- podcast. That's and interesting. Well, uh, why would you? I mean, be- so, so what you're saying is you only marketed it in She Podcast and not in podcast community, podcasters tech talk, podcast yep. up your butt, podcast yep. on your legs, right? Okay. No Twitter. <laughs> No, uh, any Those kind of social exist, media. Yeah, yeah. Okay. None of that stuff. Like I did not, I, I didn't put it on my Facebook wall, nothing. I did one post in the She Podcast one group. One post. One post in the She Podcast group. That's um, probably I think the day before or maybe the day of that we were starting that that's it. And I did it because I really wanted to get some data. Like I wanted to get some conversion data. I wanted to get like what, what people did with these calls to action within the podcast. And I also wasn't really like, you know, Hey, everybody sign up for my, for my workshop. Like it was very natural in the midst of our conversations. It wasn't like shoved down people's throats. And I did put links obviously in every single one of the episodes. So that was three episodes that were mentioned, um, two episodes, uh, before the workshop, one episode while the, well, the, um, the workshop had already started. So, this is what I found. I got a four percent four percent conversion rate from our. Oh, is that a happy excited? <laughs> no, he's not happy, but it's all right. He will be in a minute. Um, so I got a four percent conversion rate from that from those mentions, and so. Um, I wanted to like, see like, is that like what what is that? You know, how do I put that in perspective? And it seems like that's a pretty average conversion rate for stuff. You it's know? actually high. Four um, percent yeah. conversion from the one thing. Yeah. 
How, so do you, how can you tell? I what I did. So, from what? so like, this is how I did it. I went to at it? I went into our download numbers, oh. and I averaged out our a guesstimate because you only, you can only guess how many like our subscriber numbers. So the the way that I get subscriber right. numbers is by looking um, at the weekly download numbers. So after you release an episode, I look at the weekly download numbers after that episode is done. So whatever, you know, on, we release on Monday, the next Monday, I look at the, how many download numbers we have gotten for that specific week. And then I averaged out for those, you know, three weeks to see, and you can get a guesstimate of how many people are in quotes subscribed to our podcast, although this is not um, set in stone or anything. But generally speaking, during that week, people's, you know, podcatchers, they've subscribed to it. So that those first initial download numbers, I usually the people who are subscribed to the podcast. So then I averaged from that, from that, and then I got the percentage of the people who signed up for my podcast. I mean, sorry, for my workshop. And then I just figured it out from there. So it ended up being a 4% conversion rate. Did you happen to take into any account the numbers? Like when you do a post in in a Facebook group, sometimes it'll say seen by, or is that just smaller groups? I think somebody asked us about that one. You know what? I think it does show it. Can you know like seen by 800, like, you know, 80? Yeah, but I did And then how many people signed up versus... Who saw the post even? Yeah, I don't even know that because in our, the our group might be too big. Our group might be too big, but at the same time I, I don't think it was seen by that many people because it was like one of those days that I think we had I think it might have been one of those where there was like a really important conversation happening. So you know when, when something mm. like that is happening, whatever you post sometimes Was it Kim of, Kardashian's butt? I don't know. Because <laughs> that is important. Yeah, no, we haven't uh, <laughs> talked about that. No, um so how many people signed up? Fourteen. That's great. Yeah. That's so great. Then we had 14. No, no, no. I mean, I, I actually love it. And I think yeah. it, it, it was really a fantastic, intimate group. Um, the women did unbelievably well. I mean, I am like out of like, I'm just like so proud of the work great. that they all did. Um, so we did. And I did. Oh, and you know what I did? That was really like, these are all testing things for me. I created a podcast for it. So um, what I did is instead of having like a very specific place for them to go, everybody got an email with a link to an audio. So it was basically the email was also an audio piece. So it, they had the same exact, you know, in whatever uh, content. And at the same time, if you didn't want to go into your email or didn't want to download it that way, there was a podcast you could subscribe to and get the content via podcast. So you didn't even have to check your email. And I also created a Facebook group, which also had all the material in it. So however you wanted to, you know, get the content, you were able to get it. So it was really fun for me to create like a podcast specifically for this workshop. Um, And so that helped me test things out and kind of mess around with a piece of software that I have and and creating a a specific RSS feed for that podcast episode. I mean, podcast uh, workshop. Um, so it was really fun. I really, really enjoyed it. That's really great. Good. So I think that like it went really well. You know, I really want. So I wanted to talk about this because I wanted to be transparent about conversion rates, and I wanted to talk about calls to action and what works and what doesn't. And I wanted to make sure that I was able to track 
how this happened. So obviously, if I were wanting to perhaps add to this, I would expand to this or grow it in some way, then I would do other things as well, right? If I wanted to have a larger conversion rate, more reach, perhaps. I was very careful because I also wanted to have people who really wanted to be in it. It was you know, it was like a very personal kind of piece for me. I didn't want to have anybody just come into the group. I wanted a very like unique experience. And, and so that's one of the reasons I also didn't want to go crazy with it. Um, and so if I want to grow it, I feel like, yeah, it would be enhanced by social media. I'd love to see what works and what doesn't in that respect. If, you know, if it works to, you know, put it in other places, but I thought it was really awesome. Yeah. So yeah. That sounds awesome. Um, yeah. Um, speaking of, um, not to change the subject on mm-hmm. you, but yeah, I just want to address this one thing only because, um, I meant to fix it before I had the baby and I didn't, but getting your show in the directory, I know it has been a little buggy for some people. Mm-hmm. And I just want to explain like first, um, it's a, it's a WordPress plugin that, um, is, a, is just a little complicated. And so I set it up so that, Ideally, you're supposed to be able to um, you're supposed to register for the site and then register your podcast. It's two separate registries, and they may not be leading you in the right like directions. Like you're supposed to get an email with a confirmation and then a link that says "click here to register your directory," and it may just be a little confusing. And I'm really sorry, and I'm gonna fix. I want to fix it as soon as I can. I just had a hiccup right in the middle of that, which made me sound <laughs> super guilty. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, I, I just want you to know that I haven't forgotten and that it is important to us that you put your shows in the directory and that I'm going to fix it as soon as humanly possible. It's just the plugin is called um, Connections. Um, and it's like I said, it's a WordPress plugin and it just had a little more steps than, than Elsie and I would have liked. And so I sort of, I feel like I, I may have acted together with a little paperclip and scotch tape so that it worked and now it's right. like kind of falling apart. So I'm going to fix it. I swear I'm going to fix it or hire someone to fix it. It's, again, I did it as soon as possible. Yeah, I I'm think sorry. that's great. No, I think and, – and ladies, if you have any feedback about that, do send us some of it too so that we can keep it in mind. And maybe if you have ideas on how to make things better for you all, you can do that as well. So yeah. we'll they take care of it. shy so yeah, far. I, I know. They're like, yeah, hey, I can't yeah. get it. Yeah, and so, I'm really sorry. No worries. Um, yeah. So – but – um, yeah, so that's just our group stuff and, and your workshop – you know, I haven't. I, I, I want to. I would love to see a list if you took it, so I can see how it went. Because I didn't get to see how it went or anything. But it sounds like it was really great. Yeah, it was really, really good. These ladies like did a lot of really fantastic things, and I had people do a lot of audio stuff. So it was really like so the, cool. The exercises were all based on they had to create pieces of audio for me. So something that I adored was the fact that I didn't have to go. Like I could just say, okay, now put these all these things together. Yeah. Like, I didn't have to be like, no, open up GarageBand, grab yeah. all these files, Good and point. this is how you, you know. So it was really fantastic because there was a level of education that are, that already came by. So there was no, it was like, I guess you could be a little bit of advanced, if you will. Yeah. So we created, it was a very collaborative digital collage of audio, which is what the women created a lot of. And it was incredibly powerful, you know, to hear their voices in these wonderful artistic expressions of themselves. So it was really so fun. Cool. Yeah. And just great. from a, um, a monetizing perspective, it, it would be a great example. It's a great example for those of you who are listening who want ideas on how to monetize your show. Like Elsie has now, you know, has now 14 women who have, who have, worked with her relatively closely and so right there 
for those of you who always talk about monetizing your show, when you do a free workshop like that, those 14 women now know her a little bit better. When they have questions about podcasting or questions about something, she'll be much more top of mind because they feel like they already know her. They have an in, whatever. And then that can blossom into one-on-one consulting. It can blossom into taking a course that Elsie puts out. It can blossom into a live event that she might want to do, whatever she wants to do as far as her either her one-on-one business or or even ours as she podcasts. But I just mean example-wise for you um, and for the listeners, that's a really good place to start is put out something free. Even if, you know, even if you want 100 people and only 14 show up, which I know you wanted to keep it small, mm-hmm. but even if it is 10% or, or a small conversion rate, that's still 14 people that can be like, I took this thing from Elsie and she's, that'll talk about her and that will work with her now. Um, and it's, it's just how stuff grows. So yeah, abs- and and you know what was really in- interesting too is the fact that I know that there's nothing like this out there. There's nothing like this idea no. that I've had. So right. this isn't like you know how to podcast, how to monetize. Like there's a lot of that kind of stuff. This is sort of like my little thing, like my little expertise in in this stuff. The way that I'm weaving all these things together, and it was really great to be able to test it out. And I feel that this is wonderful, especially for people who get to know you so clearly when you're in the podcast. So yeah, um, yes, yeah, so you're a good example really good. of how to do things in an individual way, also. Yeah, baby. It's my thing. I love it. I love it. Okay. So here we go. Let's change into – so this video that I sent you. I sent you this video. We're going to have a link in the show notes for this. Yeah. Um, And it was this guy who is primarily known in the tech industry. And he made a video that was sort of like – I'm not sure if it – I guess it was a call to arms or maybe a – uh, uh, I don't even know what it is. A rant of a sorts. A rant of sorts. An educational rant. Can I, we say that? I guess. Yeah. And yeah. it was about the fact that the majority, uh, like he was basically saying, podcasters, stop doing the same things. All of you. <laughs> and he was talking to the tech industry, um, not to like the industry that perhaps most of you guys are aware of. And I thought that was really intriguing to me. And basically what he said is like that the gist of it was that, that, you know, if you want to do a podcast, you get two white guys together and you start talking tech (laughs) unscripted. Oh, good. Oh, and have it. And then he said, oh, and have it sponsored by Squarespace. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so nobody uses them. Right. Exactly. And and so it's so funny because of the fact that, um, I don't, I don't know. I, I just thought it was a very intriguing call to arms to talk about that. And I thought this guy has no idea about the people that we generally talk about, like John Lee Dumas and like Pat Flynn, who have been a, around or, or these names that come up for people who are doing the how to podcast stuff. Not even like people like uh, Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast answer man, who also has a course and you like, these are not people that know that and nor do they even know about the influx of the insane amount of entrepreneurial, you know, podcast that are out there that are all interview viewing experts yeah, and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like they don't even know that. And it's interesting how every industry has like an influx of one type. And so his call to yes. arms was And that and how oblivious you can be of all the other yeah. industries. Because you know and you know I'm sure in like the comedy world People are like fussing over like Aisha Tyler and Bill Burr because they're always at the top and like how do I get up there and it's yes. a whole different ballgame, having your own podcast as a comedian as it would be doing what we do. Exactly. But but yeah. even in the comedian categories, it's kind of 
the same. It's kind of the same stuff. Like comedians, it's all the same problems. Yeah. Mo- so right, right. So it's really intriguing for me to see all of that. And then his his call to arms was, what is it that you're really trying to say? You know, be more thoughtful to your industry as a whole, as the podcasting industry as a whole. What are you adding to the conversation when you come in? So he was basically saying, you can up-level your work. You can do a little bit more thinking about the stuff that you put out there, as opposed to kind of taking a course, I'm just, you know, taking a course and saying, this is the way that I'm going to do it because this is the way that everybody's done it. Mm-hmm. But to be able to really challenge assumptions and, and do something somebody hasn't done. Um, I mean, you know, I agree with that because I think the last time I did a show with you, I was ranting about like the, you know, the half hour interview question show and how every That's question right. is the flipping same because mm-hmm. we're talking about Chris Brogan's little dear podcasters. Yep. Yep. Stop asking me all the same crap. And mm-hmm. and so this kind of follows along with that where it's like, you know, stop being two white guys only talking about tech. I totally agree. But how if you are two white guys and you know about tech, how can you make it different? I know. And see, that's what I was thinking too. Why are because- you different? And then if you're not different, should you start a show? Is that That's really what because this guy is just like he kind of said i mean in the video he, there needs to be an intervention and to me that felt like stop starting shows not stop doing the same content yeah did did you not take it that way or maybe i, I... did no 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 i kind of i that's what i kind of figured and yeah. then i started if you're to the think you're the same don't start a show right right but then i was thinking like you're totally right about that what if you have but what is it that you're trying to differentiate yourself with i feel that in, okay, so maybe we can switch it around because in the tech industry, there are a lot of these white guys getting together talking. This is These are his words, mind you, uh, people. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm going like just white guys are doing this. I'm just saying those are no, his words. What if there's a Jewish girl and a Latina girl yeah, I know. To tell women about podcasting? I know. I just thought that that's – Better a- find a different way to be – You know, they, the Jew better be the yogi is all <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> Right. Just kidding. Okay. But there is a, but what I'm saying is that there is a difference there, right? That's a difference. And so e- difference. we can have yeah. like, you know, with the entrepreneur shows, maybe there can be like two white guys talking about together and being co-hosts. Fizzle. F- fizzle. Exactly. That, that's right. That is, that is right. It's, it's fizzle. fizzle. How are you going to be different from fizzle? If you're two oh white guys, God. you want to talk about entrepreneurial stuff? Be different from Fizzle. Yeah. <laughs> if you're so, Filipino, you got to be different from Pat Flynn. Don't do a question answer show. <laughs> that's already. A- <laughs> but how do Listen, you? And I'm not saying I bring up race. This guy's the one that's like talking about race. But I mean, yeah, it has nothing to do with your content whatsoever. It's just funny that because he happened to say it. But like, no. But I mean, how are you white or no? If you're two dudes talking about tech, how are you going to be different? Yeah. And if you're not different. Elsie, do you think they should start a show? I think yes. I don't think it should stop you. I think that um, you can do whatever you want. You know, if it makes you happy, it makes you happy. Hey, I wouldn't stop podcasting if I was doing exactly the same as somebody else does. But his point is that it's just like drowning us in stupid content. Yes. I just keep thinking that maybe you're not stupid. Like if I wanted to, if I was a white guy, if I was a white guy and I wanted to get together with another white guy who happened to be somebody I really have great rapport with and I wanted to start a show talking about tech, I would do it if I was super passionate about it and I would make sure that I work my butt off to make this like show amazing. Mm. So I would, it just would fuel me. 
I don't think it should deter anybody, especially if you have something to offer. And I think, but that's what I think is the the thing to be able to continue to strive for something greater. I don't think, and then that's what he was talking about. What are the different layers? Because he actually alluded to the fact that it could be maybe using audio, it could be using different levels of um, yeah. any other kind of digital media that's along with the show. It could be maybe you know adding different layers to the audio piece and not just having like you know, the microphone come on and then all of a sudden you just talk for an hour and then you're done. Like he was just in, in, trying to bring something new to the conversation. And this was the other thing too, because I saw somebody comment, have you, he, the, that was basically asking him, have you gone deeper than the most popular shows? Have you gone deeper and seen that the, there's conversations in tech that are not just by two, two white guys together. They just happen to be not be the top the top podcasts out there at this yeah. moment. That's and, the cat, by the way, not the baby. Yeah. Oh, that's the cat, not the baby. But see, but at the same time, that's the truth. I think that there's amazing content out there. They just don't have thousands and thousands of downloads. Mm-hmm. Right? So. Yes. Amazing is a stretch. Amazing. But yes. Because <laughs> I feel like if they were that amazing, they would have those downloads. Do they you would think be so? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Because I think people would. Listen and then tell their friend, this is amazing. No, but what if it's a niche kind of thing? Like our show, we are talking primarily more to women in a specific... A niche is not a copycat. A niche is something that isn't being done. Right. We're talking about shows that are being done over and over again. Okay. You right. and I have something different. So, so the question I ask you is, if you're the same as, as five other shows, should you start a show... And you said yes because maybe it's amazing. What I'm saying is if it's the same and it's not getting those downloads, it ain't that amazing. Hmm. That's what I'm saying. That's my point. And so – and I want to kind of compare it to two other industries. Like I want to compare it to – because this is where I sort of sit on the fence and hurt my crotch. Because on the one hand, I'm sort of thinking like, okay, but if you're a singer and you're a good singer, how many singers are out there? A gazillion, right? That's a new word, bugazillion. A bugazillion. Right. There's, a, it's a bugazillion, right? So, like, and I always say, like, what if Lady Gaga felt that way? What if Beyonce felt that way? What if Taylor Swift felt that way? So many singers. I'm just the same because I'm, a, you know, I'm a girl, I'm a white girl, I'm a weird girl, I'm a black girl, whatever. So I can't be different. But and so and to those people, I say, yeah, you should totally go be a singer because every voice is different. Yeah. On the other hand. Because I know that um, courses like Podcasters Paradise churn out very similar shows and because I'm in that group and I see it growing and I see the same questions come through almost every day. How are you guys monetizing? How do you make this a business? How can you – how, 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 how? It's the same questions all the time about doing relatively the same thing as John does. And so um, I sort of want to tell those people, don't do a show. Come on. Are you really like a broadcaster? Do you really feel strongly that you can interview someone different than the way he's doing it or the way I'm doing it or the way Natalie does it or the way – you know what I mean? Like yeah. if you listen to my show and Katie's show and Natalie's show, we're all very different and we all are really, I think, good though. Like Natalie's a great interviewer and, and, and so is Katie and even though we're all interviewing women business owners – they're all different shows. Do you know what I mean? Like I can't – and I won't sit here and tell you why to, or how to differentiate them. I'm just saying like because I've been on both their shows. I know they're different from mine. I know why mine's different from theirs. So um, 
that's in, in that case, I would say start a show if it's going to be different. But if you're copying mine or if you're copying Katie's, why? Is it just so that you can have $1,200 a month in advertising or $500 a month in advertising? Or is it because, you know, you think it's really going to make a difference in the world or whatever? And the last thing I kind of want to compare to is life coaching. Like, like people who want to start a life coaching business. Like my friend, like Maggie Patterson, if you're listening, she and I talk about this all the time. Like, oh, great. Another life coach has started a life coaching business. Like, ha- and here's the copy. Um, live your authentic life. I will teach you to be authentic. I will teach you to be your best self or live the life you always dreamed or, you know, take your entrepreneurial trip on the road and, you know, work from anywhere and live your life of freedom and luxury. It's all the same. Why are you not different? If you're not different, will you be successful? And I kind of feel like the answer is no. I can't tell you how many people pitch my show that are like a lifestyle entrepreneur who want to teach me how to be an authentic life. And I'm bored before I even open the, the email. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But you know what? Here's the thing. And, you, and, and it depends on what you feel success is as well. Because if you want um, a, a very profitable, like monetarily wise, in terms of getting something like that, you know, a career into the life coaching or whatever business thing, I think there's some people who have figured it out in terms of business. When we're talking yes. about how to do it in business wise, if you're just starting out and you kind of want to do that as well, I feel that it's going to take some time to just kind of get your feet in the water and to get your voice. Because I do believe in this though, Jess, there are certain coaches that are doing exactly the same thing, but you certainly resonate with one more than the other. I know that I've had that. That's I know true. that there's been certain coaches that I've, you know, even just their, their marketing, I'm like, oh my God, get them away from me. Like, I just know that I will not open up to you. I just right. won't. I just, right. I don't even want to talk about being my authentic self. But positive or negative, somehow they're different. Right. right? Exactly. There's a difference. There's something different. There's something different. Yeah. It's not their face. It's it's the way that they view the world. It's a worldview. It's 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 an energy that they have in the world. It's something that you just align with. And I don't know what that is. And I'm sure they're calling to themselves specific you know, perfect people that they want to work with, right? Which is one of the reasons that I wanted to keep my little um, workshop the size that I wanted to because I wanted to sense and, and right. really work with people who, who I thought like are willing to do this work, that are yeah. willing to step into creating these pieces of audio. And that takes a, spe- a specific type of person. Not everybody's going to go out of their way and record in the way that I asked. That's, you right. know, so... It's true. I don't know. And so, yeah, anyway, but it so depends. A, yeah. Yeah. This is a multi-layered approach to things. And I, you know what I want to know from, from the, from our women, like when you're stepping, cause there's a lot of new B type that I've seen a lot of posts, like I want to have a podcast in January. Is there a step-by-step thing? Like this is the kind of show I want to have. I want to know how to do it kind of thing. And so what do you feel like you as, as a new podcaster, maybe just a couple months in or maybe just starting or going to start, do you feel deterred by the, the knowing that there are a lot of podcasters that are doing kind of what you're doing? Starting in January. Or, and, or starting in January. Yeah. Is that something that deters you or yeah. is something that drives you? And have you thought about differentiation? And uh, why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't know if it would deter me. I'm glad I did it when I did it and not now. That's all I'm saying. Like I'm glad I did it two years ago. Yeah. Because. And, yeah. But I also, um, 
I also go out of my way to be different pretty much everything I do. So because of that, I feel like I'm pretty confident no matter what I put out, it would be different. Does that make sense? Yes, Hello? it does. Sorry. Yeah, I, okay. had to, I had to That's get okay. quiet because my daughter was talking to me. So I had to. That's okay. Give me one second. Okay. So um, I'll just elaborate on that. Like I, like I, I don't do anything without it being like a little bit different. I don't buy a stroller, onesies. All of it is like different brand. You know, I don't do what everybody else does. So I'm confident that I could do a show on anything and have it be different because I don't feel like I talk the same way as other people. I don't think I think the same way as other people. Well, you have to have that kind of drive already. You already have to have, I, I believe, a certain level of confidence that comes with getting that stuff together. The I feel thing like is, you're the same way. Well, I, I know. You do things I'm, the Elsie Escobar way <laughs> and who the hell care? Do you even, sometimes I think you don't, I mean, I know you notice because you are the one that pulls all these articles and videos. So you're right. all over the interwebs. But like, sometimes I think you're just like, okay, well, that's good for them. And then you just do the LC thing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I no, I think that I go with my gut, but but at this, it's the detrimental sometimes, you know, because I fight, I fight the status quo a lot, and sometimes I should. There's really no need to fight. Like, there's no need for me. To oh, be you're so one of those. To fight no, I'm just kidding. about it. Yeah, I am one of those. But at the same, but I yeah. I agree with you. Like, I think there comes a level of understanding of the way that you want to do things, and for me, I see it like. As a, a total, there's so much, the potent, like I see the potential of what you can do with audio far above what you, oh, having a conversation, even just, ha, even just in quotes, having a conversation the way that we're having. I think that this serves a market. I think that this is a wonderful show. I totally love it. I, I feel that this works for this show. I can mm-hmm. see different layers of creating different shows about the same thing though. That even if it was a, a, a show for women in podcasting i think there's another way to do things maybe it is just one woman a solo show maybe it is showcasing bits and pieces of 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 like like a collage of all kinds of women's voices into one specific episode of a show and continuing to do that maybe it is just a promo a promo podcast where you know women podcasters just submit their promos and that's all that plays like a prom, like a one minute promo of their shows. And that's the podcast. That's it. So there's so many different levels of, of ways that you can really leverage this, this medium. And like I said, even with my, with the workshop, I really want to leverage podcasting above being its own thing, meaning like a show and Mm -hmm. having it be used as part of something else like the workshop. Like I'm thinking how amazing for me, I would like to have a podcast of, of a workshop that I take and that now I don't have to open emails and download the zip file and have like videos and audio pieces and PDFs all on my computer, but I can just access it via an RSS feed, all of the stuff at once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's for me, I would love to consume content that way. It's very creative. Absolutely. So, you know, like f- now what I'm doing and I know for myself, cause I'm such a geek is I am grabbing all of the <laughs> courses that I've taken that I haven't really quite finished because downloading the material and going onto yes. the website and blah, blah, blah. Okay. So now I what have I'm, my own, I have my own like, I have my own storage space just for courses I haven't taken. Yeah. And so what I'm doing is I'm just creating RSS feeds for them. So then now I can just have them. Now I'm going to create like a podcast feed for, let's say, you know, your course. And then I can have like all of that stuff in there. And then I can access on the go. I just shove them in my iTunes. 
Yeah. See, even but the then, videos. But even but here's a cool thing because of the fact that it's a podcast thing. You just have to have the download link. So I don't even have to download it to my computer, which means that so smart. So it's super it's, easy. All you need is the is a referral link yeah. to, to the thing, and so. I'm just excited by that prospect of being able to concert. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like the possibilities of providing podcasts as a le- learning tool or far and above to supplement something else is just vast and just spacious. You um, should look up the, the education. There's a lot of colleges that do that already. They put their courses on yeah. podcast. Well, and so you could technically get a Harvard University and never, I mean, Harvard education and never go. Totally. There's, a, so, there's that many courses if you do a search. Totally. Like Harvard, that's Oxford. Yep. That's the first Crazy. course that I, that's the first podcast I ever subscribed to was a Harvard course about computers. Like oh in my 2006. God. What, what are the chances that I, I know. use that as an example? I know. Isn't that crazy? But yeah, that is exactly what I did. And I I the that. way that I found out how to do this RSS feed via, uh, a, uh, um, uh, what do you call it? An app, a program called Feeder for the Mac is mm-hmm. because I found a tutorial by a professor who use, who creates a podcast RSS feed for all of his classes. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm like, that's exactly what I wanted to do. And so I followed his tutorial and I did exactly what he's doing. And obviously this is not optimized for like something like iTunes. Like it's, you can, I could actually submit the RSS feed for the podcast growth for the holidays onto iTunes. I could, cause it has its own RSS feed, but I don't want to do that. Like, I'm just like, I don't want it in iTunes. I just kind of want it for my people. Like it's a special thing. You know, yeah. So, you um, don't want everybody to be able to find it. Yeah, that, exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. Even though it might possibly and utterly and get lost out there, so it doesn't really matter. But that's an, an also a tool, though. I could, if I wanted to make it bigger, even just do that and have that be like an opt-in, if you will, mm-hmm. for people to just subscribe. And I can just say, like, if you want to get this, go into iTunes and get this. And that's not necessarily going to be updated all the time. It's just the full course. And at the end of that course of whatever series that is, you know, day number seven, I would have a call to action. If you want to, you know, step deeper uh, into my work, sign up here. Yeah, you know, exactly. something like exactly. that. And that's just floating out in iTunes without me touching it. So I think that that's a really good way of using podcasting. I think so too. It's a great idea. So there. That's yeah. It. <laughs> I think another cool idea is the serial podcast. And we haven't talked about that on our show yet, but, um, well, actually we talked about it with Esprit, Esprit. Yes. Last episode, oh, we but we can definitely, cause you and I have not talked about it because when we recorded, way of using it. yeah, yeah totally. When we, uh, discussed it we hadn't gotten to the point that right now it's broken a crap ton of records because it is the highest downloaded slash streamed podcast in the time Mm -hmm. period that it was released so everyone is talking about it everyone i know is talking about five million downloads they've gotten with seven episodes I (laughs) i know and you know what's funny is that like i had planned on doing forget who even gave me this idea i think it was a podcast movement and i and I, I think I, I don't even know if I've said on this show before. I think I have told you though that I wanted, I had this book idea, and it was just never going to be written. And I thought, but I could do each chapter as a podcast. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. Be, and it would be like a series, like forty jobs in forty years. Hmm. Um, and instead of, I could just tell you about it instead of writing it out, which is like torture for me. Right. Um, and I just haven't gotten around to doing it. And now Serial is out, and I'm going to look like the biggest copycat known to me, which is fine. 
but um, it's a cool way of doing a book. Well, no, but but that's been around for a book. Yeah, right? that's been around for a while too, though. Patio books have been around forever. Some of the most popular well, that's true. shows that's true. have been done even as an audio book at first. Although I think it's a that's wonderful true. way to do it, even add supplemental material to this. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a. I think you, it's and plus, but serial is is a whole. It's a reporting. It's investigative reporting. It's not a book. It's like. They discover week to week what's going on, which is. I thought of, it was like a serial killer series. No, That's, no, no. They're just going deep oh God, I'm into. So out of it. <laughs> you had a baby. <laughs> um, no, no, no. They they're doing investigative reporter. It's kind of like Nightline, if you think Nightline or Dateline, but really well, well done. Not not scammy and not trying to you know like instigate some crazy headlines, but really doing in depth investigative reporting over one on one case, about one case. So cool. it's really, really riveting. And I think that's why people have really liked it because it's not trying to be like, hey, just headlines. It's really having conversations with the people involved and everything. It's really intriguing. Um, not to really crazy change the conversation, but you know when we're talking about the 5 million downloads yes. um, and, and all that stuff and how they achieved it in seven episodes, basically a little bit over a month, I was looking at my downloads for Elsie's yoga class, right? Which, mind you, ladies, and I know you guys are going to freak out, and you too, uh, Miss Jessica, because I'm going to tell you my numbers for Elsie's yoga class, which I have not. Why will I freak out? Because I, freak out. I know, but here we go. So I'm going to oh, tell God. you what's going on with Elsie's yoga class, which I have not updated in over a year now, or at least, yeah. So, okay. So, <laughs> all time, I'm now almost at 4 million downloads. And for the month of November, which is, you know, 20 days of now, I have 15,000 downloads. Whoa. And that is with no nothing. What happened? Going for your, because that's what happens with my, my LC's yoga class is its own thing. It's like, it's got its own life. And it's kind of mind blowing to me. I try to not look at these download numbers because it freaks me out. So yesterday I had 832 downloads. I had a good day yesterday as well. But mind you, but I haven't published in over a year. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I haven't published in over a year. It's not like, and I'm not promoting. There's no promotion going on to LC yoga class. Nothing. What up with that? Because I just have like, I guess people are liking it and have, and I just have the momentum. So it's really intriguing for me. I had in September, I had 14,000 downloads in October, 17,000 downloads. I'm obviously being featured. What the hell? I'm, I'm obviously being featured somewhere. Did it just all of a sudden get to that? Or are no, you steady in the, in the 10,000? I'm, I'm steady in the about an 800 range. Elsie? Wait, 800 period? 800 downloads a day. A day? Yes. Fuck me. That's what I'm saying. So. Without having done a show since when? Last November. <laughs> In a year. Yeah. I'm so I'm so, so irritated about I, this right now. I know that I told you. So then for like a year, yeah, I wish that I could have like oh, the yearly numbers me. so that you can see how many. I love you as much as it irritates me. <laughs> Isn't that insane? So this is what I, it's like. It's funny how no matter what I say, like there's no, like nobody can really come up to me right now and say like, how did you do that, Elsie? 
I'm because the same weird thing. But beca- go ahead. Because I don't know how. Because you know what it is. I got into this when I in 2006. My first show was in July 2006. Um, I have a lot of loyal fans. Um, I have a ton of people who review my podcast without me asking. I have a ton of reviews on there. A lot of ratings. Very positive. And I think I come up in the results a lot in iTunes, and people just they like me. <laughs> and so they keep on yeah. downloading the stuff and it's just been around for a while. I, I, on, I, I don't do anything for the podcast, nothing at all. Zero. Huh? Like, I don't think the last time I have, in fact, I'm actually intrigued if I put out an episode, will how many downloads I'd get in a day? Like how many people would download that episode? I'm intrigued. Because I, I, I mean, you should do a test. I should do a test because then I would, I, I guarantee you, if I put out a new episode, I will, ge- I will get back into what's hot like in a second. Like just, it will just happen because so many yeah, people are going to download can, it because right. they've already been subscribed. So, yeah. and that's why it's really frustrating sometimes when I see when people get frustrated with me how I do something like that when when I don't do any tactical work like. I don't promote, I don't pro- publish consistently, obviously. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, and it's, and it's just, it's pretty incredible. The level of downloads I'm getting daily right now is just sort of off the hook. So last week, oh my God, that's crazy. Um, when I was in the hospital, mm-hmm. uh, I think Jessica Rhodes posted in my, I saw, I saw, I saw. Yeah, I was in, featured in the top 20 in What's Hot for Business. Like, it was me next to, like, Tim Ferriss and James L. Tucher. That was awesome. And and so I was like, well, this is from doing nothing because I not only am I not pr- currently promoting it, but I have one less show a week that I'm doing. And um, I've had one less show, I think, for a little while because I've been doing the solo shows. And yet, now I'm looking at my stats and they haven't gone down at all. They're consistent. Um, and even for November, I'm higher. Like October was my highest month so far, which is weird. It's all very, very, very weird. Yeah. I, I, the Jess Files shows don't get as much. But like how how is it um, that I would get in a top 20 the same week that I literally give birth? And so I posted it actually in Podcaster's Paradise because I was like, this is proof that like no matter how hard you work, you can also just get in there by doing absolutely nothing. And John commented the baby effect, which is probably true. Well, what's the baby effect? You have a baby. People comment and say, well, what's with my listen to your show? Well, what's my effect then? Because it has been know. steadily growing uh, and I have like all I can. You don't have an effect. You're the Elsie effect. <laughs> This ha- is the total, a- I'm not, uh, you know, in any way participating in my podcast whatsoever. And all of a sudden, I've got these insane amount of downloads. You must be being featured for other stuff. Like, and then it'll say, Elsie Escobar. I mean, haven't you been interviewed and featured more recently? And then I have, people but will the- put links to this show and that show, right? I'm assuming. Yeah, they do. But to get like an average right now for the month of November, $900, 900 downloads a day. I mean, I that's like, I mean, thank you everybody that's been featuring me in their shows and I've been, ho- and, and I've been interviewed with, with them, but I honestly don't think that that's the case. 
I don't even have I mean, an average. Like I'm I looking mean, since the beginning of October and it goes anywhere from like 300 to 600. Yeah. I don't even have like mine I just is completely don't, subjective. Yeah, it's just this random. Well, usually what I see in in most and even when I see the feed, you get like a huge spike and then it goes down and then it stays down, right? Little tiny yeah. tick, 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 tick. Well, for right now for the month of November, I think I'm being featured somewhere because it doesn't go below 700 a day. You have to be. Well, then do it. I'm, do a I'm search going on into yourself. iTunes. Because I think it's 19th? iTunes. I think it's iTunes. Today is Today's the... my highest. Yesterday was my highest day ever. See, then you're. Which must mean that people must have subscribed and waited. What do you mean, subscribed and waited? Well, if I was featured last week on What's Hot, but I didn't have the best numbers last week, I had the best numbers yesterday, which was the first episode since last week. Oh, uh huh. Then maybe that's why. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Because, but that's pretty weird. Still, I could have it. I've had a thousand just in the one in the one day or week. A thousand on the sixteenth, which is a you know ten days after I gave birth. So it's not really the baby effect. But then what is it? Yeah. No, I agree. I don't see. I don't see myself in any any way, shape, or form being featured in iTunes, like at all, no, anywhere. For any reason. For any reason. Like, I don't see me... In health or whatever? In health or what hot, what's hot or new and noteworthy. So so you can see that the yeah. kinds of downloads, numbers that I'm getting are really high. Yes. And I'm not being featured anywhere. People would kill for those numbers and so probably then, have. <laughs> but, it, but, you know, it's like that's... Oh, you know what? I'm number... Trip out. I saw now where I am. Are you I'm featured? In, I am, well, not in New and Noteworthy or What's Hot. I Mm -hmm. am under, on the right-hand side, there's Mm -hmm. like a thing right there where, and then at the bottom, it says Top Podcasts, Mm -hmm. and I am number nine Mm -hmm. of Top Podcasts. Boom! So you are being featured someplace. (laughs) So I am being featured. You asked for that spot. No, I don't even know how I got, I mean, I never come and check that stuff out, so I don't, so I am number nine. Makes sense. So... Good for you. Right. So awesome. imagine if I leverage that. And so that's when I get like into that thing where I'm like, I should do something with this. I should do something with this. But like, I it's don't yoga, know. yoga, but you're kind Keep, of out. I'm kind out of out of it. With podcasting. Right. But I do have four episodes left. I should maybe, well, whatever. Um, and put them out if you want to put them out. Sadly, I, I know people are angry with me. If you're angry with me... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you got these big numbers and being featured and you're doing nothing. That's right. Nothing. Zero for over a year. That's not her thing anymore. So, so what? But it's nice. I mean, hell. It's nice. It it's nice. nice to have notoriety for anything. Even if it's something you don't do anymore. It's not like you will never do it. You still do yoga. Yeah, totally. And and I'll probably for- teach some more. But it's kind of fun to think about all that stuff. So. All right. Crazy, have That's we crazy. have we like tapped into all the conversations we could tap about here with all this stuff? And what do you think? Is there anything else that's on your chest that you would like to release to the she podcasters world? <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't. I think I'm tapped at the okay. moment. All right. Yeah. We we are good because we've been talking here for a while, and I'm I'm sure people will um, get nice um, and excited over this. So, um, so how do you differentiate yourself? All of you people. And um, are you angry with me? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, And how do you do interviews when you have a baby? Yeah, those would be really great for those uh, those feedbacks. I'm looking at you, but other people, you know, other people too. We're not the only two people that have a show and children. No, no, there's a ton of people I'm sure that have a ton show. I'm not going on hiatus till he's in school. That just seems impossible. Yeah, talk about pod fading, right? Oh my god. (laughs) So, um, all right, ladies, so you can send us your feedback over at feedback at shepodcast.com. We love the conversations over on the She Podcast group, which is at shepodcast.com slash group. Or you can just, um, what else can they do? That's about it. That's all the things that we have going on there. So give us your feedback uh, and be on the lookout for Helen Saltman, who is going to be our co-host next week. And the conversation is going to be awesome. So um, just to let you know. And then, of course, Jess will be back again intermittently as we continue. As much as I can. As much as she can, absolutely. Or can figure out. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you.